back to another episode of Bougie and Unbothered. It's Sasha. And Kim. And here with us again is our main man. Our main. only man here. Oh, our <laughs> only man. Right How we doing, people? Does that make a side chick, Kim? <laughs> what? Does that make a side chick? Is this I a love triangle? I caught off guard. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> no. Not at all. This is not what we're doing here. <laughs> JK. <laughs> Well, speaking of side jigs, I mean, I know we talk about them a lot on this channel in mm-hmm. terms of being the unintentional side chick, why there is even such a thing as side chick is an intentional side chick ism. And like, what do you kind of think about why that's even such like a, a thing? Like, why is there such a rise in being the proud side chick? I would want to hear Ash's perspective on, on this, too. But I think at its core we're looking at situations where the side chick has an idea. Like she has a living, breathing example of what a man looks like in a relationship. Like she understands that he obviously is not averse to commitment. Um, You know, like he's stable in a situation. Obviously there may be certain things that he does with the main chick that he's, that she's seen in terms of how she would want to be treated, which is why she's desiring to be in that situation. And I think ultimately that leads to it. Like everyone naturally wants what other people have. I think that there's just an affinity to that. I, I definitely can see that. I know a lot of people will say, you know, especially even with like married men that, you know, they, they, a lot of married men will say they attract more women with a wedding ring on yes. than without. So, I mean, I, I definitely think I can see that there's something to the people want what other people have. I mean, I definitely think that's a male thing, though. Like, I think that guys always want like a woman that they know other guys want. I think women, too, because you look at a situation and you have someone that's already been trained in terms of what it is to be in a relationship. So the, the hard work is done. I mean, I think it's even beyond relationship. It just it, I think it's like even like just generally speaking, like that's like that's the, the takedown in the club. Like that's the person that like you see the person in the club, whether it's male or female, and everybody's going at that person. So right. that's the challenge. Like, you're, you know, that you're setting yourself up to see, can I, can I be the one to get that person? So oh, absolutely. Even outside of like a commitment perspective, I feel like there's just like this allure of, you know, I don't know, like the gaze, like other people want this. It's adding value for me. I think um, looking at it from a different perspective. A guy in a relationship that's dealing with a woman on the side, I think the woman on the side, her perspective is hope. I think a guy in a relationship, in a committed relationship, that's speaking to a woman on the side, it's playing into a fantasy situation mm-hmm. to see how long you can keep the game going to allow you to believe that this is Rocky, but you're next. Mm-hmm. And to just feed into the insecurities of not being alone. I don't think people who are in those situations, when you're comfortable enough to be alone, then you understand what you are willing to not deal with. I, I can be alone. I don't have to be with someone and be in a relationship that's going nowhere when I'm comfortable being by myself. But then on the flip side, 
when you meet someone who's been alone for an extended period of time, who's been single, you know, um, hasn't had a long-term relationship, what's the first thing that most people say to them? What's wrong with you? Why aren't you with someone? Always a thing. They're not yeah, desi- that, it's not desirable. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Like yeah, it's always it's, coming from a negative yeah, place. Yeah, there's no. It's like a, a lose lose depending yeah. on who you're dealing with. Because I mean, you can be so. Then I guess it turns into being in bad relationships. And just being in relationships is just better than not no, having one right. at all. Which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, it is, it, it, is, it is crazy. Like that mentality is insane. Yeah, but but to your point, like yeah, like if you're you're comfortable enough with yourself to be single know who you are and not willing to settle for anything less than what it is you're looking for it's frowned upon it's always looked like what's wrong with you oh i get that all the time <laughs> I, I get that all the time <laughs> i get that all the time from like the the most messed up like guy i feel like you're you're with you're why i'm out here i'm always running into your ass you're running the same dude is in different skin damn you again <laughs> But, you know, you're right. It always comes from, like, a negative place. So it's, like, that that aspect of desirability. So do you feel like that plays into why people play games? Because I definitely feel like it does. Like, I feel like, you know, some of those age-old rules that, to me, are still, you know, they're old-school games. They're silly. But it's like, oh, don't be overly available. Like, you have to make it seem like you're dating multiple people, like, to kind of drive to drive up I guess that desirability aspect like I wonder if that's what some of those things are about like I would like to think that it's not a game for you to have your own life and and be and 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 not have to depend on someone else for your happiness and want to be up under somebody well there's like the reality of having your own life and then there's I'm actually home right now like I have conditioner in my hair, but I'm not, <laughs> but gonna, I'm not. I'm not gonna answer this phone call because oh, like oh. those, yeah, those yeah. kind of, yeah, like you don't want to be answer, too like available. The first three calls, or so. I think people play games because that's what they know, and that's what they're expecting. So if you're I not expecting, if you're not expecting something genuine based on what you're accustomed to. You're still going back mm-hmm. to this is this is the game I've always been playing, mm-hmm. and you can really only play the game if there are participants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If no one is playing games anymore, then the game playing scenario has disappeared. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think people willingly participate in games, whether they realize it or not, um, and maybe that could be the issue is that you have receive these skill sets from playing the game that don't allow you to see what you need to stop so you're always just continuously running back into the game so what do you feel about cat and mouse because i feel like that's the biggest game ever cat and mouse yeah i mean this is it's kind of like a a different way of saying the same thing as far as chase i bring that up because i know kim loves cat (laughs) i do do you but yeah like the chase so basically like i mean i they're simulating the chase and then there's true chase where it's just kind of like, right. you know, like literally I am busy or I'm not that interested. And it's, you know, yeah, you're running behind me because I'm not really that interested. But then there's like a simulation of chase where it's just kind of like I'm going to do these things, whether they're big or small, mm-hmm. to 
create this kind of dynamic of and this feeling that I'm always just beyond your reach. Okay, so it's like I'm just one thing away from you accepting the offer kind Mm, of deal? Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Is that a scenario where you're trying to just keep someone on their toes? Yes. Um, <laughs> I guess it. I guess that's an interesting question. I guess if you're thinking about cat and I mean, it is a chase. There is definitely a chase when it comes to dealing with relationships, right? Because someone, I believe. Someone always has to want someone more than the other. Easily. It's never equal. It, it, I don't think it can be equal. Yes. Or else. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that I think it's ideal if it's equal, but I don't think that's life. I, I, I don't. I don't believe in equality. I, I don't. I think, well, my mom always says for a relationship to work, the man has to want the woman more. I, I don't know. She said <laughs> if it's the other way around, it's not going to work out. That's interesting. Because the woman is chasing the man. And that and that's just not going to work out for you. That feels like a game. <laughs> it does. That's the it, first time I've heard that. Though. Really? It does. Really? It, yeah, it's the first time I've heard. That. I think. I think. I've never looked at it as a game, but I can see that. But I think it's a mindset because, generally, you know, I. You guys know I believe in gender roles, and I do believe that a man should pursue a woman. Right. And so I do feel like in keeping things fresh, I think that the pursuit should never really end to some capacity. So I wouldn't, like, really push it and and exaggerate it, but I do feel like you should always be pursuing me. So is the chase dating? Exactly. No, but like it can be. Like, it can't, huh? So the chase isn't just dating. It's like, I mean, but it's yeah, part of the dating want, process. Yeah. But I feel like, so how do you define like kind of setting up the chase? Cause I feel like there are little things that can be that, that are part of that. It's like, you know, I'm not going to initiate contact or I'm, I may not like always pick up certain contact or like whatever, which kind yeah. of feels to me almost like, again, a simulation of, I have better things I can be doing with my time. I don't look at it like that. I just look at it as that I'm not going to always be available. Okay. That's the same thing. <laughs> same thing. No, I mean, I can, I can be doing something else and I can choose not to take your call. It's not a simulation. I am doing something. I'm not, I'm choosing not to take your call right now. Right. Right. That's not a simulation. It simulates it simulates a, a constant chase. It simulates unavailability. It's not simulating it. It is unavailability. So does this tie into people make time to do the yeah, things yeah. that they... Absolutely. So at that point in time, are you basically telling me if I'm the, the one doing the chasing, you don't have time for me and you're not feeling me that much? So or? there's more context. So... If you typically, if you have, because I think you talked about a creature of habit, right? So right. I pay attention to patterns okay. because all men have them. Absolutely. So if you're paying attention, you know exactly like where someone's head is at based mm-hmm. on their actions. So if you call me every day at 12 o'clock okay. and then you start calling at 5, 5 p.m., then at 7 p.m., and then 9 p.m., 
I'm actually going to stop answering because I'm actually in the process of the chase. I'm actually setting up boundaries also because now I'm going to not answer because now now you're displaying behavior that I don't like. This is a whole show (laughs) in and of itself. I know. I'm like, it it went a completely different direction because I do feel like we need this is one thing that I would like to unpack. But definitely that's for another episode. But yeah, I I feel like there's a chase. But in the in the process of the chase, I am setting boundaries and expectations. I want to hear more about, <laughs> about this. I'm very curious. Because I'm not not <laughs> answering just to not answer. I there, there is a method to my madness. Like, if, if, you've, if you've been consistent with your behavior and then you start to deviate, then I'm going to deviate also. Because I was answering your calls when you were consistent. Now you're inconsistent. I'm going to be inconsistent as well. So inconsistency leads up to the chase? You got to get back on track. Or, 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 or it can. Because for me, it didn't sound necessarily like it, it's just me being inconsistent. To me, it just sounded like you might have an internal clock where you're like, you know what? Around this time, usually start showing out a little bit. So let me throw a curveball in there in the relationship to see how you move or, or deal no, with it? No, definitely not that. I, it's like the way I look at it, it's, it's very responsive to someone's behavior. Okay. Like there's not going to really be a chase or anything. If someone's consistent and they're definitely showing up. But if I feel like you're starting to get a little lazy, then we're going to have to see, like, how bad you want this. I feel like Hasbro needs to get involved to write down the rules. Yeah. <laughs> I this think sounds should, complicated. There is an algorithm board. to this. But, yeah, this would be a completely other episode. But I very much believe in a continuous chase. But not to the point where you feel like it's ever unattainable. But I do want, you, like, you should get comfortable to a certain point, but not complacent. Like, I should always feel the consistent interest and desire that you have for me. So on that note, we're gonna <laughs> um, we're gonna hear from you guys. I think that <laughs> we want a few turns in this in this one. But I think they're all semi-related in terms of interest and peaked interest. So what piques you guys' interest? How do you guys keep people interested in you? How do you keep your significant others on their toes? And do you feel like it has anything to do with desirability and, you know, even other people kind of being interested? Maybe at the beginning of the situation, want to hear from you guys. So definitely hit us up on social media. Bougie underscore BU. Um, yep, hit our Twitter on our Instagram. Be part of the conversation.